Hi, I'm Bella Hilton, and you're listening to the Miracles Happen podcast from Studio Fertility. This podcast explores the power of the mind, the mind-body connection, and other supportive mindset techniques to help you to not only cope on this journey, but to thrive. In each episode, we'll do a deep dive into a different topic to explore the things that can support you in being more fertile, conceiving your baby, and make a huge difference to your life. You are powerful, and you have dreams. And when you get your mind on board with your deepest desires, well, miracles happen. Hey everyone, welcome to the Miracles Happen podcast today. I am your host, Bella Hilton, certified life coach, master NLP practitioner and hypnotherapist and mindset master. And this is what it's all about, mastering your mindset, mastering your emotions, changing your energetics and changing the game. Now, I hope you're looking for a real dose of inspiration today because this podcast is likely to get you hearing bells ringing, like idea light bulbs of aha moments going off all over the place, like ding, ding, ding. Are you ready? Because I'm not joking. Today, we're exploring one of the biggest pieces that I do with my clients around your fertile identity and meaning. Okay, so what does all that mean? Maybe no light bulb moments yet, but stay with me because the light bulbs will start popping up all over the place that wherever you are, is going to be so bright, you're going to look like a Christmas tree. Okay, so we can talk about your fertile identity and meaning with some kind of intelligence together. I'm just going to drop some knowledge that will probably shock the hell out of you because there's a lot here actually. Now, your identity are all the things that you think are true about yourself, whether they are or not. And people will sometimes go to the ends of the earth to maintain or protect their identity or to destroy someone else's that they don't understand because it's so foreign to them. Think of religious persecution or wars even. You know, my Messiah is right and yours is wrong, for example. You know, their religion forms such a large part of their identity they were willing to kill others for their beliefs. Or they had no religion and were willing to kill others for what they didn't understand because it didn't form part of their identity, what they knew. It was this unknown foreign thing. Now, religion is not right or wrong on any front, whether you believe in God or not, is is not up for, to, for debate today. It's totally up to you what you believe in. Just for some, it can drive their whole identity and their subsequent actions. So, Let's go further into this. So what else do you identify with as a person right now? Because as I said, what you identify with is just what you think is true about you. For example, part of your identity might be made up of being a woman. You know, I am a woman or being a kind person or being a perfectionist. Or maybe your identity is around being fat or unattractive or shy. Maybe those are the tapes going on in your head all the time that start to create this dialogue that you believe is actually true. And then you start to make it true about yourself, whether it's true or not. Regardless of what you believe to be true about you, these beliefs will shape your personality and your actions. 
And all this has the power to change how your body reacts and your biochemistry. Say what? Yes, this is the bit that will shock you. So let's just take a couple of examples because uh, the first one is interesting. The next one is my, my cliffhanger. So let's take this simple example first. You know, if you want a hypnotherapist working with a client and they tell their client to close their eyes and then give them the instruction that they cannot open their eyelids no matter how hard they try. And in fact, the harder they try, the more their eyelids will be stuck. Just by way of the client taking that suggestion on board and the brain processing it, their body has to follow. And you watch them try and they physically cannot do it. They cannot open their eyes. In fact, I've been the client before in this scenario and I can tell you I could not open my eyes. And when I do self-hypnosis now, this is how I test to make sure that I'm actually in hypnosis. Because the thoughts and beliefs that we think are true have to be processed by the body. It has the ability to affect your body as well. And, and the body has to follow the code, the instructions you've given it. So back to more of the identity examples. And this is the shocker. Have you ever heard of multiple personality disorder? Well, it's now called dissociative identity disorder or DID now that they understand it better because it's not about multiple personalities. And it's defined as such. The person experiences two or more distinct identities or personality states, each with its own way of thinking and relating. Which is important here. Each state means that this person thinks differently, has different beliefs and thought patterns. So they act and behave differently. But also it has been shown that they have different biochemistry and it affects the body. Um, so in this little bit that I discovered in nurselearning.com, it says they have been created to perform different functions of life. Thus the various genders, ages, ethnic backgrounds, names, and character traits, which are dependent upon their particular role within the system, the system being the person. Each personality may support its own style of dress, handwriting, speech pattern, mannerisms, walk, likes and dislikes, even eyeglass prescriptions and responses to medications. One alter personality may even have a disease that the others do not for example, diabetes or asthma. Okay, so did you catch all that? In dissociative identity disorder, this person with these um, different identities, they may have one identity that has different eyesight and may need different glass prescriptions to one of the other, the other identities. One may have diabetes or be allergic to something when the other identities are not. All within the one body. Are you floored by this? <laughs> because as much as I believe in the power of the mind, this makes me believe in it even more. And always leaves me feeling like, wow, that's incredible. And the thing is, how do we tap into this? How do we tap into this power? And what I want you to take away from this is that what you think and believe does impact your body. 
but I don't want you to be scared by it either. I just want you to know that the power that you have inside and the ability and the gift that you have now to go forward because it has the ability to change your body on a biochemical and physical level. And what I've talked about, like I said, shouldn't freak you out because what I'm presenting here is just that opportunity to get more in touch with your fertile identity. So I hope those aha light bulbs are going off now and you're understanding what I mean by your fertile identity because I'm actually guessing at the moment you have a strong infertile identity and I really do not like that word Um, and you may not like it you may not like this association with your infertile identity but if you're saying to people or thinking that you're infertile then you're starting to identify with it It's part of your life. Maybe it's been part of your life for so many years, you don't know any other way. And your language has such enormous power. You are teaching your body to listen to it. Your unconscious mind is like your your client who is hypnotized, right? It needs to follow your code. So flip it around because getting really in touch with your fertile self is a game changer on so many levels. The thing is, Do you have any idea what your fertility identity is, your fertile identity? I'm assuming you have that pretty strong infertile identity for yourself right now. So someone who is miserable, avoids too much fun and attends a million appointments and feels totally overwhelmed and whatever else is going on for you. Someone who thinks it is all hopeless and will never get her baby. Someone thinks about her age a lot or her egg quality. And I'm not saying to not be informed about your situation. I always say be informed. I'm not saying not to follow your intuition for what is right for you. That is essential. But your fertile self, your inner fertile goddess, as I like to call her, holds the key to so much more than just conceiving your baby as well. Being in touch with your inner fertile core is the key to not only coping on this journey, but to thriving on this journey, to be able to be to feel centered enough to get in touch with your intuition. There isn't a lot of ability to tap into your intuition when you're stressed out up to your eyeballs. You know, then you just feel like you're drowning and in chaos. When you feel centered, you're able to tap into your intuition. Being in touch with your fertile self is being in touch with your core, your creative self, being in touch with the real you, one you may have forgotten um, until this point in your life, the one that doesn't blame herself for a decision she has made in the past or says she wishes she had started earlier. Your fertile self your inner core, your inner fertile goddess knows why you made that decision and why you didn't start earlier. And your fertile self doesn't judge you for your age because your fertile self knows what you are still capable of. Your fertile self knows how to nurture you. Your fertile self knows that you deserve every last bit of happiness that you desire. So what does it mean to be fertile to you. You know, if you were extremely fertile, what do you think of? 
What images are conjured up for you in your mind? What emotions come up for you? If you just to release all that judgment and that, that stuff that's not you, what emotions come up? Is that joy bubbling up to the surface? Some happiness that maybe you haven't felt in a while? How do you live your life? What thoughts go hand in hand with you feeling like a fertile goddess? Does it feel powerful? I mean, I know it feels really powerful for me, so that's why I threw that out. But how does it feel to you? You just may feel really connected to everything and and Mother Earth and, and whatever. It's going to feel slightly different to all of you. And what emotions are present when you feel fully into this role, into this personality, into this new identity? And I know when we traditionally speak about fertility, we're talking about conceiving a baby and giving birth to a baby, but your fertile self can also give birth to ideas, to creative pursuits, to the passions in your life that you want to follow or do for a living, to an amazing life. I ask my clients all the time to actually imagine their fertile selves, what she thinks, what she wears, how she speaks, what she does, who her friends are how she feels, etc. the whole picture. Because more than just feeling good to be in this state, she is the gateway to all your dreams and desires to creating an amazing life and calling in your baby. So I challenge you today to start to work out who your fertility or fertile identity is. Who is this woman that is you that has gotten bogged down by a lot of crap that makes you think you're someone that you're not? And let me get you thinking some more. If you were fully tapped into this fertile goddess within you, what is different about you? Do you have more faith, more trust? Do you love your body more? Are you nurturing of yourself Um, or more nurturing of your husband? Do you wear your good clothes all the time? Are you stopping the endless pressure of being a perfectionist? Are you learning to let go and surrender and know that the universe has your back? Are you in a job that lights you up instead of wasting away with no meaning in your life? Are you nurturing, more forgiving? Did you start embracing your feminine side? Did you move, um, you know, did you move house so you have more room in your home to welcome home your baby? Do you laugh more? Do you see the lighter side of life more? Who is this amazing woman? I want you to see her, to be her, to feel into her and what she is feeling now. And I want you to do this on a daily basis and remind yourself constantly of who she is because the more closely aligned you get to this person, the closer you get to total freedom and happiness in all that you do, not just on your conception journey. Now, who doesn't want that? (laughs) I'm offering it all to you. You can often start the process too by listening to yourself. If you're having trouble working out this fertility identity or you know what's different or what you'd need to do, let me just uh, give you a few ideas. Like if you listen to yourself and you say, when I have a baby, then I will be happy. When I get pregnant, then I will be able to go on maternity leave and rethink my career. When I get pregnant, then I'll be able to step back from my job a little bit and make more uh, more time to do the things that I want to do. 
you know, holy swear word, these are your success clues. I get excited when I hear these things because this is what you should be doing now. Feel happy now, yeah? Rethink your life now. Don't wait for maternity leave to rethink your career if if this is a bugbear for you now. Um, Step back from your job a little bit now and make more time for the things you want to do now. Don't wait to go on holidays just in case. Be the free spirit you want to be. She is your fertile self. Not If you're not digging going to a million appointments, then don't do them. This is your fertile self. Tap, and when you tap into your intuition and work out which appointments make sense for you, then you're following your fertile goddess. Now, if you wish you were wearing more of your dresses on a daily basis instead of pants and shorts and track pants all the time, then do, do this. This is your fertile self. Or wear more track pants if your fertile self says so. That passion that is just niggling away at you that you want to do, go and do it. This is your fertile self. That creative thing that you used to love to do, like painting or drawing or dancing, but you don't do it that much anymore, do that. This is your fertile self. That happiness that you want to feel, start feeling it now, like I said. The whole meaning of your life is not over just because you are challenged in conceiving. Judging the fuck out of yourself for every little thing that you do or don't do, stop. That's your infertile self sabotaging you and trying to put you into an early grave and will rob you of your dreams. This fertility journey, this path to conceiving your baby is simply trying to get you back on track to being you. So remember who she is. Journal about her. Feel into her until she becomes you and second nature because you are worth it. And if you need a hand, like most of us do, you can go to my website, which is studiofertility.com and contact me or book a free discovery session on my calendar, which is also on my website. Or you may even just like to join the private Facebook group. And remember, if you do like the podcast, please leave a review or even just write and tell me about it because I'd love to hear what's going on for you. Find your fertile goddess and watch miracles happen. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Miracles Happen podcast from Studio Fertility. If you like the show and you want to check out more podcasts, just head to studiofertility.com slash podcasts or you can leave us a review. When it comes to conceiving your baby, we're going to leave no stone unturned. So join me next time where you will get more insider knowledge that currently only my clients have access to. And let's get your dreams back on track.